0: And you're live with Sam Peck and... Mark Ellings. On... Wandsworth Radio. On... Shouldn't You Be Working. Yes. And this is a show where we interview people with wicked jobs, wicked cool jobs. Mm -hmm. Cool. Wicked, wicked. 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 Cool, 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 cool. Cool. (laughs) Cool,
1: cool, cool, cool.
0: Uh, Cool jobs. And then talk about the themes around their jobs. Yeah. And who have we got on today? Got a doozy this week, haven't we? We actually do. This is by far the (laughs) biggest interview I think we've had. The strongest act. By a long way, yeah. I mean, normally it's friends we know from Instagram, pretty much. But this, this is uh, Colonel Chris Hadfield. Colonel, Colonel, I think Colonel. Did he do the chicken? Did he do the chicken recipe? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is one of the founding KFC members. <laughs> now. Colonel Chris Hadfield, who's the first Canadian man ever to go to space, yeah, and um, the cele- and he's a proper celebrity one as well, yeah, because he did all of that. Played the guitar and all that in space. YouTube Lark, yeah Because <laughs> he's got Yeah, one of his f- songs He sang um, Space Oddity Space Oddity in Space And it's got 39 million views mm. And I actually went to see him live at a talk And the way that I got the interview Is I literally Went to, up to him like As he was leaving And bombarded him Yeah, I know Which is, was quite good of you Quite yeah. bold Quite bold but very scary Yeah <laughs> Was he annoyed? No, he was actually Literally the nicest guy as well I just can you, you will, You will have heard my little preamble and I might have the little preamble oh, yeah. on here if you guys really want to listen Text, like tweet in if you do want to hear that at SYB working or at Wandsworth radio it's a Kay. creepy preamble it's a bit creepy because it's literally me like hi um I'm really sorry <laughs> 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 and then eventually he's like yeah alright go on then yeah, so you've got a few questions in. It's not the usual 20-minute super session, is it? No, it is a snappy interview. Mm. I thought it was four minutes. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's less than that. Yeah, We're not going to tell you how much. <laughs> so we've got loads of other things to do. Lots of content. And yeah. yeah, so I don't know if you've heard any of our shows before, so previous weeks, always 1 till 3pm yeah. on Sundays. Or you can just listen to the podcast on iTunes. Stitcher. Deezer. I don't know. All, we were, we're on a few now that we didn't sign up to. Do you know that? Really? Yeah. Like, I've got this app that shows you where all the players come from. Uh-huh. We both do. Yeah. I just look at it slightly more, I think. How often do you look at it? Well, I look at the stats occasionally when I'm feeling low. But <laughs> yeah. then it doesn't, it doesn't exactly make you feel high, does it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. When you look at those stats, you're like, ah, no. <laughs> it's really not taking off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, it's still at that number. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we haven't got any other big platforms, though. No, but this is the thing. There's loads of, like, small mini ones for Android, obviously, because then we've got the sweet iTunes uh, whatever. Yeah. And we get, there's, like, loads of, like, weird random ones. Mm, so that's Interesting. Quite fun. Um, but anyway, yeah, so this theme we're going to be talking about for a while uh, to begin with, because we were thinking about diving into space, and we will do that more in the second hour of the show. But because it's more fun, we thought we'd talk about aliens. Yeah, exactly. They're way more interesting to talk about. Well, space is pretty... Uh I mean, that's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting, but it's not... It's for a light-hearted show. I was going to say, we can talk about... We can vibe more with aliens. But the first thing we were talking about was aliens landing. Yeah, and, like, what type of alien could land. Yeah. And what Uh, your ideal type of alien would be. I think it's because the article we're reading was saying, like, is it simple or complex life? So is it going to be, like, algae that comes from a meteor or uh, an alien that talks and walks? Yeah. I think... If you were to, to find some sweet life, I think the simple to begin with would yeah. be more ideal. Yeah, because I think if the complex life lands, it ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be here for friendly reasons. Well, if it is, because imagine so humans mm. throughout out there. If humans went to another planet, would we be friendly? No. Well, we've done it, haven't? Well, that's did we? Well, no, no, no but everyone says that. Like you know, I mean, this is not light-hearted, but everyone says that aliens landing on Earth. Might be like when Europeans colonized America. Yeah. Didn't go well for the Native Americans. Really didn't know. No. And if we've we've all seen the documentary The Revenant. Yeah. Because that was bleak. Yeah. Have you seen The Revenant? I have seen The Revenant. <laughs> that is the bleakest <laughs> film I've ever seen. Exactly. So but to avoid that, we're going for the ideal alien. Yeah. And, and what... you said that you wanted yours was two willies, right? <laughs> Not two willies. It's it's similar to two willies. No, it's just what I'd want is an alien that looks slightly like the Jennifer Lawrence one in X Men. Do you know the one I mean? Like, she's like a shape blue, shifter. The blue, blue one. one. The blue, sexy alien. <laughs> that's my type. I, I, I thought we were going for, like, abilities and that. Then oh, no, you no. just gone for a good looking alien. <laughs> yeah, I want a handsome alien. <laughs> like, what's your ideal alien? Well, it's got to be a good looking one. <laughs> it does have to be a good looking Blue, scaly. <laughs> what, what do you want then? Do you want, like, a super strong one? Yeah, a super strong one. Uh, well, you took, like, the two willies one earlier. So <laughs> Did you I, want the two willie ones yeah. as well? Yeah. So I got, I don't know. One that I could ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could work, I suppose. One that would, like, you know, be a mate, listen to my stories. Um, you need one of those. Yeah, I was going to say, I was about to say one that could breathe underwater, but then that doesn't benefit me at no, all. If anything, I actually <laughs> don't want the alien to have too many abilities because yeah. I'd be really jealous. Imagine if you, you know, aliens came to Earth and were like, oh, do you want to just go to Australia quickly? It's like, yeah, yeah I'm, well, I'm happy to do that. I need to save money to buy a flight, <laughs> yeah. and then we've got to go to Stanstead. To then get a connection to a larger airport, because I don't think any flights <laughs> yeah. go from Stansted to Australia. And he just goes, "All right, well, I'll just me there because I'm just going." to that? And it's like, right, cool. I think the only sea monkey. Uh, I think the, the only, only sea monkey. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> the only aliens that I've ever witnessed is those sea monkeys on the box. Did you have sea monkeys? Yeah, sea monkeys. You didn't have sea monkeys. They were a con, weren't they? Because yeah. the artwork is like aliens with tridents living in a castle. End result is like absolutely disgusting crustaceans living in a fleas yeah in like a algae filled water i don't know how that kind of was okay to sell to kids selling Mm -hmm. fleas because like is that on yeah like they're not underwater fleas they literally are underwater fleas if you look at them they're just fleas (laughs) they look so horrible (laughs) they're they're repulsive they're not there like with a trident yeah i was sold a trident thank you again yeah, I wanted to grow some mates. Yeah, you gotta stop, <laughs> you know, maybe move away from the mates vibes. Um, uh, but that was the favourite I suppose people could text in their favourite type of alien. Yeah, well, we, one thing that we're going to be talking about a bit later on the show is favourite TV aliens. So, yeah. our text this week would be Who's your favourite TV alien? And if we agree, we'll send you a mug. We'll send you a mug. <laughs> so, <laughs> favourite TV aliens and why? Mm. Not or. just simple versus complex life as well. You could do that. No. Yeah, not sim- we're not saying simple versus complex. It's, is it Roger from American Dad, for example? Is that the uh, green alien thing? The grey alien, yeah. Yeah. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a song, a very rem- uh, rememberable song, uh, After and then when, when we come back after this rememberable song, we'll come back to... What's rememberable? I don't know if that works. Memorable? Memorable. Oh, I'm so stupid. Remember memorable. Rememberable. (laughs) So after that, we'll come back to Least Ideal Aliens. Okay. Why it's so memorable is it's A Night to Remember by Liberty X. Okay. Treat yourself. Liberty X again. Do we have a Liberty X? No one else plays Liberty X apart from us. Earth Radio. Enjoy. (laughs) And you're back with Sam Peck and... Mark Ellings. On. Shouldn't you be... Wandsworth Radio? Yeah. Which side is it? I don't know. It's one of the two. But <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't You Be Working, the show where we interview people with cool jobs and talk around the themes of it. Yeah. And it's space today. Because we spoke to the spaceman. Because we've got a real life spaceman, Dr. Chris Colonel. <laughs> Jefferson. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hadfield. Chris Hadfield. And so we just went through our f- favourite aliens, but now we're going through the least favourite aliens that we'd like to meet. <laughs> yeah. And that is... Quite a good question, because I think these are the more realistic types of aliens. Mm. Like, what would your least favourite type of alien be? Well, mine was going to be that War of the Worlds alien, because I think that is the worst case scenario. Have you seen War of the Worlds? Yes. Have you seen the remake with Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise, It's yeah. a good film there. Very good. Yeah. I think f- all films, all alien films, really sorry, but uh, really stumble <laughs> at when they show the alien. What do you mean? <laughs> it's always better when they don't show the alien. Just a little bit of flesh like an um uh, you know <laughs> what like what Well, you know, uh you, you're like a little drawing the something. person in. Yeah. Like that Cloverfield film. Yes, exactly. Where it's like you see like a massive tentacle or something and then you're like, "Whoa." Whoa bit. As soon I love as, a bit of that. You know what? <laughs> it's actually I I always think it's cool with hands, bodies and stuff. But as soon as they whack a face on the alien, I'm like, "I'm I'm out." Cuz they're always like Trying to be scary, but they actually just kind of look a bit jokes. Yeah, so was yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why is that alien smiling? You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, that is definitely true. War of the Worlds is a bit like that. You don't really see the aliens that much. Yeah, you? true. Until the very and they got like sweet like tripod things where they are just like mowing people down. What's the lamest alien though? Is it E.T.? He's yeah, useless. He's, he's pathetic, isn't he? I've never watched E.T. Are you not really? That's an amazing film, but literally like he's the type of alien that. You, you, You'd pass him in the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. He just looks like a small person. Whereas Alien, from Alien Films, you know, yeah. like, not Alien Films Productions, but like Alien. With the double mouth. Double mouth. They they really nailed the scary alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that was a sick one. I watched this other film that I want to say is called Flubber, but it wasn't Flubber. It, was it, w- like, it There is Flubber. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, were Flubber aliens? Nah, no, they were in a lab. Was, yeah, built in a lab. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, engineered Engineered Bioaugmentation <laughs> Um But yeah And there was this one Where like, it was all like A goo one But then the goo Got really smart And it was actually Sick at the end <laughs> I think that is Flubber That's not fl- Is that what Flubber does as well? The goo got smart oh, What's that other film? Evolution Do you remember that? I haven't seen that one Where everything evolves At a super high rate Yeah Probably pretty similar to that one to be fair this, there's a lot of similar like alien yeah, vibes going on I was going to say but my least favourite type would be yeah an alien because we've seen Alien vs Predator as well yeah and all the aliens do are just like really bang on killing people and what about when they read your mind as well didn't aliens do that I've seen them when they, they uh, communicate by mind flow themselves I can just see this exact scene in like 75 years time when like aliens actually have landed and we're like, what's your favourite type of alien overlord? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine is King Khan. <laughs> yeah, King <laughs> Zakluk <Zach> <Barker. laughs> <laughs> And thank you for a sunny, sunny day. Yeah, and if th- they all communicate by mind vibe, then it would just be radio silence because yeah. it would just be people beaming thoughts to each other anyway. True, and that's when we all wear these cool helmets. Yeah yeah, And they do actually bring a lot of benefits Like they've really nailed government for example Yeah well, What because they're overlords Because they're overlords yeah But like no it's kind of a weird vibe Because they've really nailed politics they oh, just got what it do you down mean? But, you know, So like what, what is everyone happy? Yeah but like kind of not Because like we haven't got any free will I think there's a book <laughs> knocking at the door right now I was going to say So alright so we're controlled by the mind helmet then Yeah no we, yeah a little bit and what happens is we're just doing a radio show like this, and we're like, blah, "Happy glip glub, blah blah." <laughs> yeah. just communicating in binary. Yeah, like one zero, and then you just go, <laughs> and I go zero zero, and then I go, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. the good stuff." Text <laughs> in now, glib glub, blah <laughs> blah. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. That probably won't be a good one. But TV aliens, we got them coming up, right? Yeah. Should we have another little song? Well, did we choose one? We we tried to choose one and then it just didn't really work out because we don't know how to use it very well. So yeah. we've actually back got... To the, uh, um, back to the randos. So we've got Shut Up and Let Me Go by The Ting Tings. Oh, uh, yeah. Go yeah. on. I hate this song. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. Jokes. great. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Any space news?
1: Well, <laughs> now you mention it. You yeah. know, <laughs> before I came in, I was pondering... i joking, no, Well, nothing exciting for me in space. I haven't seen any aliens. No? No no friends have seen any aliens, but I'll get back to you if I hear anything.
0: Can you definitely do that? That'd be really good. <laughs> Thank you, Rosie. You're welcome. Cheers, And you're back with Sam Peck and... Mark Ellings. And we're about to do something for the first time ever. We're about to go Instagram Live, even though we did do it a week ago. Didn't work, though. No. you could, filmed the wrong I side. Know. So um, if you are listening on... Uh, Instagram? Online. On, uh, online uh, uh, which is the only way you can listen. Which is the only way you can listen. So you can now... Oh, my phone's gone. Uh, yeah. So, so you can now <laughs> join us on the Instagram. Talk, the Instagram sphere. On Instagram. So go to... At Sam Lee Peck. So... We're checking the connection right now, Good, and, we go and, li- and we're now live, so you're now, there's Mark Wave, hi Mark, so we're now going to do one of our, I'm going to pop it there, the lighting is... Now we're going to do brand or no brand, based off, <laughs> oh our- <laughs> I'm going to have to carry this. Um, historically we did brand or no brand, where it's kind of just two random pieces of food, I try and decide which one's brand and which one isn't, but seeing as we're space themed, we're also going to talk about... <laughs> Space meals for five seconds. Yeah, space meals for five seconds, that's going to be the link. What are some of the first space meals ever? The first ever space meal, Sam, was applesauce. Really? Yep, and then the second was beef and vegetables. No problem digesting, but they said it wasn't nice. But I said that if I had to take anything in space, or if I could take one meal, I would take a. I would take a curry sauce. <laughs> and thank God you said curry, because today, the two brand or no brands you'll be going up against is... Sharwood's cooking tikka masala sauce, lovely, and everyday Tesco value curry sauce. Okay, and oh, I thought I dropped some on the, the decks. That would have been <laughs> absolutely yeah. catastrophic. Management would have had a feel <laughs> about <Had laughs> our bloody face. On not a even plate. allowed. Yeah, not um, even allowed. Water in this place. But I'm now going to show it to the Instagram peeps. How many people have you got? Nearly you got 500, five pe- people. 500 people? 550 people. <laughs> 550 people? Yeah. So we're now going to, Mark's going to now try and eat the food. Yeah. Is that right? To see which one's which? Yep. Uh, so, Mark, here goes. All right. So I'm not looking because the colours are, com- are very different. So I could tell f- what would be what, but you know, to keep it fair. I'm going to bring the camera slightly closer. Okay. So let's get that over to on okay. Mark. So you've got option one now. He's just eating some of that. Smell. Smells very much like curry. Yeah. Oh, I don't Do want to. Do I feel kind of sick. No, no, no. Do you want water to like li- liquid it up a bit? It's so thick. I can't just get it in. Tilt your head back. Keep it going. I can't. Do you want some water to liquid it up a little bit? Really no, I'm going. Is it coming? <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's um, it like? It's just like a really cold curry. It's yeah. so thick as well. <laughs> Let me just get some water. <sighs> all right so that was number one what was yeah. it what was it like what were the flavors like well, did, i mean it does taste very curryish but it's just i mean it's horrible drinking and it it's so cold and without any sweet veg or chicken to take it down yeah, yeah. so what? was it just actually quite tasty was it almost Gritty. like a, a ginster's or ginster's pie it was a bit like that chicken tea sandwich i had earlier oh right fair <laughs> enough <laughs> yeah. okay now go for memory t- doss Also, that was dead air. (laughs) That was bad. What do you mean that was dead air? No, like then I just literally covered. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not talking enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you talk. All right, Mark's gone for curry number two. What's it? Describe it to me. Is that Uh, (laughs) is that better or worse? uh, Oh, that's much worse. Initial. Oh, that's like baby food. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really irony. Yeah. God, that's horrible. So, straight off the bat, brand or no brand, which was the branded one, you would say? Oh, so stuck in my mouth. Um, second one, no brand. Second one was no brand. Yeah, 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 the cheap one. You absolutely nailed it, of course. Boom. Of course it was. <laughs> so, we're going to now go to a song and yeah. essentially cut the Instagram Live thing. So oh, so really? Like, but did you get any feedback? Well, we got like 10, 20, 30 listeners. That's not bad. On the It's probably like double what we're getting on right mm, yeah, now. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, true. not true anyway in a bit yo yeah bye, bye. how do you stop this you're right? gonna have to do the old song right, don't do just, song. <laughs> just <come straight laughs> don't just comes on instagram <laughs> uh, waterfalls by tlc uh. And we're back because yeah. we're going to have to kill that song. So we're about to play it again what in a, a second. Strange outro to that song. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Almost like it was the beginning of a new song. But it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we got now? We've got I'll Show You Mine. Yeah. Slight brain failure there. So I'll Show You Mine is where I like dance music. Mm. Mark doesn't like dance music. Uh, what do you like? What's your kind of go to? It's like alternative, isn't it? Well, they, well, you always say alternative, but I span the genres. You I listen don't to really, everything. You don't span the genres. You just listen to Kings of Leon. There's, yeah, I do love Kings of Leon. Yeah, and they suck. I think that the only genre I don't span is your genre, which is awful. What? All dance music? EDM, or it's whatever not, it is. It's not EDM. It's, it's a, that's the umbrella Is it EDM effect. that you've cooked up today? Or? No, it's a 90s trance today. Oh, because you said that you had two choices. One was bleeding edge Techno, no, wasn't it? Yeah, and it is a great song. I'm furious I didn't do that, actually. Mm. Um, But this week, obviously, we're going to try and keep it in theme with the vibes that we're going for, which is alien stars and stuff. Yeah. Um, So what song do you have for me today that I'm going to listen and then do a quick review of?
1: What we're doing mine now? Yeah. Uh,
0: I've got Starman, David Bowie. Very apt. Very apt, because that is literally about being in space. Being a spaceman. Literally. And also our astronaut chris hadfield who's going to be coming on in hour two of the show he literally sang this song in space and got 39 million views yeah right. we'll check how many more david bowie got but i think probably a few more than 39 mil yeah yeah for sure yeah but all right here it is david bowie star man Essentially, that was David Bowie. Starman. Yeah, and you are listening to "I'll Show You Mine," which is where essentially Mark chooses a, dan- uh, a non-dance <laughs> song, and I choose a dance song because I like dance music. Mark doesn't, <laughs> um, and Mark chose this one because it's a Space Week theme. Yeah. Um, I like that song, <laughs> but I don't quite understand why people like David Bowie so much. Well, that's a very. I mean, that's a very hard conversation to have now, isn't it? Is it? He's dead. Oh, yeah, but, like... How you? Don't you can't to, insult the dead, mate. You can't insult the dead, but I wasn't insulting the dead. I was just saying, I don't know why everyone, like, loves the music. that <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But also, that song in particular didn't sound spacey. It's about no, Space I, Man. It definitely isn't. It's, I think I would have chosen Space Oddity had, a, had my thinking cap on. Yeah, because that one, that's, like, no synth. Space is all about synth, if Hollywood's taught yeah. us anything. It's, like... Like that kind of vibes It was more of a hippie tune Yeah, no, that's fair uh, Space, honestly, has is, is got the space nailed down It's even got the countdown Yeah, we we will play that, hopefully, if we've got it on here Yeah Because that's actually the song Chris Hadfield played as well Yeah, but I still think that that's um, a very decent tune Yeah, I'll stand Would by you it listen to it again? <laughs> I'd say, yeah, I'd, I've never heard it but You've never I've, heard it? Of course I've heard oh, it I was going to say Yeah, <laughs> I've heard it, mate, I've heard it yeah, done it. done it. Yeah, no, I think it's all right. So I yeah. will give it like I'll I'll rate it now. Uh-huh. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. It's nah, very average. It, no, nah, it's it's better. It's like a seven out of ten. But everyone bangs on about that song. It's yeah, I know. But it, oh, wow, it's, it's no Billy Jean. It's no Billy Jean. Very different vibe to Billy Jean. No, it's not. But my song for you. Yeah, can't wait. Genuinely is. Not the personification of space, because that would be a person. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the theme tune for space. And it's called The Theme, and it's called and it's by space. Jürgen Vries. Ooh. Get rid of it, because it's actually a banging tune as well. Is it like nine minutes long, though? It's three minutes. Your song was longer. Wow. I think I've got the short version. And probably like Anyway, we'll give it a go. Get So that was Jurgen Veriss the theme, which is just an absolute heavyweight space banger. It was a good one. When is it an old tune? I think it's a very old tune. I think it came out in two thousand and two. Wow! Yeah, uh, it's not. I thought you said it was a nineties banger. Yeah, I thought, but that's close enough, isn't it? Yeah, it's fair. borderline. It's millennial, but yeah. like not millennial, as in like millennials, but like literally like around the millennium. Millennials banger. Yeah, because I, I remember actually finding that song on VH1. What's VH1? The music channel back in the Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Did you ever listen to it? Did you still look at music channels? No, nah, it's rubbish now, isn't it? Yeah. It's literally like Ariana Grande, Jay beebs which I'm not dissing because Side to Side's an absolute anthem. <laughs> Do you know Ari? Who? Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh does, does the songs. And got me walking side to side. <laughs> you know? she one a the Disney lot? Yeah, she's. I think she's ex-Disney. But anyway, we digress. That's just... It's got the best music video as well. You burnt then? No, no, no. I think I. Um, yeah, no, no, that was a good one. It got this I mean, that nailed a space vibe so much though, didn't it? Like we said, Bowie didn't capture it with Starman, but no. that was mental. That was like literally like, well, we should go to space literally like right now because it's that's exactly what space would be like. <laughs> the music video is all about being in space as well. Which Charging is quite cool. through space. Um, I I was a fan of the. High pitched synth, the (laughs) woo-woo, yeah, that is a real banger. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but But you don't, that is the first I've heard that. That is not something that you still hear. No, that's a song that it's sad that they don't have bangers like that anymore, really. The thing, well, I'll give it a high rating, I'll give it eight out of ten. Good listen again. because I think that I could see the news clawing at the door. <laughs> yeah, like, I think we need to go to the news. We'll come back and we'll just, dis- well, we won't discuss, but okay, quickly, what would you give it out of uh, 10? I'd say 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 for that. 8 out of 10? Yeah. That's like the best you've ever given any of my things. I know, no, it's really good. We we'll listened to it. It quite, was quite in like, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so that was Jurgen Rice, the theme. And I'll keep chucking out these old bangers okay. if you want. Thank you. Made me feel happy, that. Thank so, yeah, we'll, we'll now get the, the news uh, on the vibes now. Right. So, we've got our resident news hound, uh, R- Rosie Bernard. Stupid for the story. <laughs> yeah, she literally, keep your doors closed, because she will find the stories, all right? <laughs> She'll be peeping through your letterbox. Staying for the story. Never giving up. But that's what makes her a 10 out of 10 journalist. I'm happy to have her on Wandsworth Radio. So, let's dive straight into the news with Rosie Bernard.
2: Across Battersea, Putney and Balham, this is Wandsworth Radio News.
1: At 2pm, I'm Rosina Bernard. We're
0: just having a small technical glitch for two seconds.
2: Across Battersea, Putney and Balham, this is Wandsworth Radio News.
1: At 2pm, I'm Rosina Bernard.
2: We're
0: just having a small technical glitch for two seconds because I thought I had it lined up, but I didn't. And it's back in.
1: There we go. <laughs> Labour's being urged to deliver on what is claimed is a broken promise of zero tolerance of it. Maximum temperature today is 17 degrees. Ones with Radio News, more at 3pm.
0: Just want to say, I... Did not do the cards then. It's fine. It's it was fine. tricky. It's I literally, because I was like, we had just finished the song yep. and it was in. And I, I couldn't live find radio, it. Guys, live radio, guys. Live And that's the thing. This is the kind of excitement that you get. Mm-hmm. And I'm sweating like a pig. <laughs> so I don't. Fun. Yeah. It just makes it, that's what I think it was probably like back in the 50s. Yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> we need to get it out there now. Bring me Spider-Man. That kind of vibe. But, but it's
1: okay. We got through
0: it. And you were ever... The professional.
1: Okay. So
0: thank you for doing that. Mark, again, I'm disappointed in you. Because well, you won't turn up my mic. <laughs> it's you're I've, not been allowed. Waiting, I've been waiting to lay down some banter and I'm not allowed to talk. <laughs> you're not allowed to because I don't trust you. I wouldn't have messed up what you just did there. That's not true. There Ooh. was an interview going on while you were doing the news. What, what was all that noise that was going on? Don't say things like that. Yeah,
1: no, don't say that.
0: <laughs> was actually things going on in the background? I hear something. You couldn't hear it. I think it's people outside.
1: Oh, look,
0: <laughs> well, I think so. If well, you need
1: a new presenter, call me. Yeah, we'll do.
0: <laughs> and I'm just gonna gently delete some things. So I think we're gonna go to a quick song now, and I think it's uh, so. Essentially, whenever things do go wrong, I usually look to someone for help, and mm-hmm. I know that Melanie C wrote this song. I turn to you for that reason. So I don't know if that's a good link. Well, what's the song? I mean, Beautiful. that makes no sense. What's Beautiful. the song name? It's called I Turn To You by Melanie C. Oh, Mel C. Mel C. It's Melanie here. But anyway, thank you, Rosie. Sorry for mucking that one up for y'all. And you're back with the second hour of Shouldn't You Be Working with Sam Peck and... Mark Ellings. Yeah, on... Uh, Wandsworth Radio. In Your Face, Inside the Place. They're so, what we got now, we got the thing that we said we were going to talk about half an hour ago, but we... finally coming to it, Yeah, Coming to your face. Come to that time that no one wants to talk about. the TV it's Aliens. TV Aliens. It's a touchy subject. Hard-hitting subject that not everyone's keen to talk about, but we're comfortable to do it. But we're that's why we're here. Us. We, we are, We've got the intelligence to... Go at this thoughtfully. Yeah, it was between us and Nick Ferrari on LBC. We're going to tackle this big topic. Yeah. What is the world's most <laughs> greatest TV alien living among us on Earth? According to an internet website. <laughs> Called Ranker.com. Because I <laughs> <laughs> I said when we brought this up, I, I mean, I just haven't watched that much alien-based TV looking at all this stuff. I've seen quite a few of these. I know the top five but it all goes after that but should we i mean should we go in a, should we do three two one and then just point out some others yeah we'll we'll do the, the more obvious ones like so who's in at number three number three is the doctor from the, doctor who the doctor himself who i actually thought was actually just a human is it is but, he or not but you know what i mean he, he, he travels through time and stuff isn't he like a called t- i don't watch doctor who He's a time wizard, isn't he? Is he a time lord? Is he a time lord? I think he's a lord, not a wizard. Oh, right. He owns land. <laughs> <laughs> he's from, you know, a time where there were titles. He's a land owner. There's still lords. Is there? Yeah. No, there's not. Westminster? Yeah, but that's fictional. Duke of Westminster? What? He doesn't really exist. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's dead now. Is he? Well, his son took over as well. He's a rich, richest, one of the richest people in the country. Oh, he's like 15. He... 15, and isn't he, oh, I was going to say, isn't he the most eligible bachelor or something? probably is the most eligible bachelor. I swear he's not 15, he might be like 24 or something. He went to Kate Middleton's wedding. Yeah. But he's worth billions now, just because he owns the land in Westminster. Which will really help, won't it? Pretty nice pl- plot to own, instead of like an acre of field somewhere in Scotland. If it know? was owned by like a 15-year-old or younger, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, I want a a theme park, and it's yeah. like, no. Parliament. decision) <laughs> Yeah. Knock down that silly building. Parliament. Yeah. Get, I want a flume. I want a flume. <laughs> it's a fair enough idea. It's I'll a sick it. idea, yeah. There's no water slides in London. What? I've Googled it because I love <laughs> what, a water then? slide. <laughs> no. Did you Google it very no, You did see me type. Oh, you <laughs> use my mind. <laughs> yeah. You're um, an alien. No, there is, I Googled it before because I love a water park. What, you Googled it somehow like five seconds ago? No, I'm saying like in my life. Oh, right, okay. But Google there's it. no water parks in London. There's nothing with a slide. Like, not a single thing with a slide? <laughs> no, there's not. I looked. You have to go out to Hemel Hempstead to Coral Reef. Really? Is that the closest one? You been nothing in coral? Wandsworth? No. Oh, what a shame. Missing out on the market there. There's a Lido, isn't there? Yeah, well, that, that's not that's not a water park, is it? That's there's the a, most water you're gonna get. Yeah, there's a few lidos about. There's one in Brockwell Park that I went to literally yesterday. That's I Brixton, right? Yeah, <coughs> but I didn't go to it because it's not a heated one. No, but lidos aren't heated. Uh, London Fields Lido is like a jacuzzi. God, that's a global warming <laughs> disaster, isn't it? Just heating open water. To be fair, it's a good point. But Brockwell Park. That will close that Lido because it's minus 10 degrees. It's literally 10 degrees right now, which is freezing oh, cold. Did you go, when did you like Have you been in it? No, but I'm not going to go in because it's too cold. I went to the Hampstead Heath Lidos and it was so filthy in there. If I drank the water, I wouldn't have any. The limbs. Lidos, but that's like a proper pond, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's horrible. Well known cruising spot as well, I've heard. Well, there's two, yeah, <laughs> there's three different lakes. Yeah, there's the all men's one, men's only, women's only. And then the mix yeah, and all of them, yeah. A they all prison spots. A lot of business going <laughs> Yeah, on. a lot of <laughs> transactions. Uh, but number two on the list. Uh, oh, no, yeah, number two. Yeah, is the S- best one. Clark Kent. Superman. Superman. Superman, he's an alien, remember? He's from planet Zygon. Is he? No, nah, nah, he's from a planet. He's from planet Krypton. Krypton, yeah. But he's most vulnerable to Kryptonite. Is that? Yeah. Is he well, maybe from- he's not from Krypton then. 'Cause that would make no sense. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what oh is it like, you know, we're all super beings, but yeah. Earth is our kryptonite. Get us off Earth, we Ooh. can do whatever. man, that'd be cool. That's a book in itself. Maybe. AKA Superman. Oh yeah. <laughs> like if we came like some sort of like super individual. To be fair, Superman's a bit of a joke, superior character, isn't he though? He is invulnerable to everything, isn't he? Is that? Can you hear that, people at home? If you can, text in. We (laughs) need them for revenue. (laughs) Um, No, uh, he's invulnerable. He's invulnerable to everything. He he? can't die unless Krypton is literally like stabbed straight through his spine. Yeah, which is because every every superhero does need to have a weakness. Yeah, like literally in that rubbish film, Superman versus Batman, which is a joke in itself because those two guys are not as like a, a good. Yeah, because Batman's just a guy in a decent suit He's literally, he's pretty much the the Westminster guy He's just minted (laughs) Yeah, he's minted and so he managed to put a grappling hook in his sleeve Yeah, whereas Superman literally can get shot on the eyeball (laughs) with a gun Yeah, and the bullet bends Yeah, it's like, that's (laughs) mental That's not going to be a fair fight All Superman needs to do is literally just get Batman's head and just go (laughs) (laughs) Crush his skull Uh, So, number one which I think is debatable But this is because Obviously the people Who make these sort of lists Are like big Trekkie fans losers. losers Yeah losers <laughs> Well It's uh, Spock Dr Spock From What's Star Trek What stories have you got About Spock uh, Dr Spock He is played by the guy Who was in Heroes Isn't he dead Spock What Leonard Nimoy Yeah was there? Yeah he might have died actually Is he dead? Well, well let's Quickly Google um, Len- uh, you I don't that? think he is But Leonard. I think he's so Um I think he's old A's. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he passed away. And I think he literally passed away two years ago, <laughs> three years ago. It was a while ago. R.I.P. Uh, Nimoy. R.I.P. You, a lot of people but liked d- you. Dr. Spock, again, was quite a good... All the top three are obviously sick ones because the doctor can travel through time, obviously banging. The yeah. Thing, someone's playing incredibly loud music somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, like Clark, a kid's just having a rave in a room outside. Yeah, literally like phone music. It right, doesn't sound good. Uh, Clark Kent impossibly indestructible. Yeah. And Dr. Spock is like a super genius, but can also fight really well. Isn't he just, I thought, because I've literally never watched Star Trek, but wasn't he the Doctor? No, maybe. I'm pretty certain he could have been that, but he was also like Captain Kirk's right-hand man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and like was pretty much better than Captain Kirk. So they beamed to different planets together. Yeah, and I think he's half Klingon, half human. Nah, I don't think he's Klingon. I'm 90% sure he's Klingon. Are you looking at it now saying that he is Klingon? No. He I is. thought that Klingons were those, the bad dudes, the mm. ones with the the, uh, the wrinkly foreheads that have their own language. Are they those, the Klingons? What's The Klingons sound like a Klingon. I think I in. Spock is just uh, S- like an elf. No, he's not an elf. Spock is. Why isn't it in the, the Wikipedia page? You'd think that would be the first thing. It would say... <laughs> Hey, oh. L- oh, I'm looking at Leonard, <laughs> Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Levin and, Levin and Leonard Nimoy, a bloody... Nimoy was half man and half man. Yeah, he's. i found it. it. Spock was half man, half Vulcan. There we go. Yeah, and he's from the planet Vulcan. Ah, yeah, see. Did it have volcanoes on Vulcan? No. No? Well, I don't know. But, so you got the top three, which everyone knows, but then as soon as you go bit down a bit, it all tails off. Number four is Alf. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Alf like, just was like a sponsor for food. Is Wasn't he not? It? I've never even seen Alf. Like, Alf, for people who've never seen Alf, looks like um, a poo covered in hair. <laughs> yeah, hairy poo. Really? With, He uh, looks like ears. a hairy poo pig. With ears. And I thought that he literally just advertised food, but apparently he was a character on a TV sitcom. Show back in the 80s to the beginning of the 90s. And then you've got... But imagine so imagine this, you spent years at drama school. Yeah? yeah. And you're like, I love acting. And you went for a, a role as the, the teenage boy in ALF. And they were yeah. like, look, we've got a better role for you. Yeah. <laughs> How would you like to play ALF? Alf. And it's like, what? what but is What is does it? that involve? Well, it means you put this suit on. Yeah, okay. You put a suit on, but you're still in front <laughs> of the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, why does this suit stink poo and, <laughs> and it's like, because... Alf is half poo, <laughs> half hair. Yeah, <laughs> did you not read the scripts? He's yeah. a poo alien. So, well, we desperately have to shoehorn you in because we've got you on the contract now. So, we found this suit, covered it in hair. We it's, it's practically a boar's skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely a boar, actually. It's a boar. It's a, it's, they, they're trying to make it out to be an alien, but it's a boar. Look through the prop cupboard and they're like, oh my God, yeah, it's a boar. <laughs> or like, Alf. It's, he's either going to look like a boar oh. or a fairy or something like that. So it's like a boar fairy. Yeah, It's one of those two. Just make it work. And then number five is Marvin the Martian, Yeah. who I don't know. Marvin the Martian is from is Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Is it Tunes or Tunes? Toons oh, Looney Tunes bro Tunes. But no Looney Tunes uh, Marvin the Martian He's, he's the guy Like, No that's no, That's that, the that Swedish is... chef from uh, oh. Muppets Muppets Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, He wasn't that good The other only other people I know is uh, There's old Zoidberg Yeah Doc Z But what just going back to Swedish chef, chef quick Was that racist? Uh, I don't think it's racist Is it xenophobic? Might be xenophobic, or definitely prejudiced, because they literally have this man just going,
2: (laughs) But how do you know
0: that he's Swedish? Because his name is the Swedish chef. Oh, and he just goes like, He just goes, (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, that's not on, is it really? Maybe, maybe it is. Um, I'm not going to lie, I thought that, that link was going to be a disaster. Not awful. No, there's enough. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. Oh, Nibbler from Futurama. Nibbler, great character. Zoidberg yeah, cool. as well is probably the greatest in my eyes. Yeah, Zoidberg's best. He was actually genuinely funny. And I'm looking through all the other 50, and I don't know any. Yeah. So we're going to go for a quick song now. Uh, it's Dua Lipa, I-D-G-A-F, which sounds naughty. It is uh, naughty. Is it? Oh, yeah, it, it is. I-D-G-A-F, my dude. I don't give a... Fiddlestick. Fiddlestick. <laughs> Tiddly widdly woo So, we're going to hear why Dualippa, what she doesn't give it about. And then, after that, we're going to come to find out whether or not you, me, or Mark could even become an astronaut because we swindle into our interview with Chris Hedfield. Enjoy Dualippa. You call me. All friendly, telling me how much you miss me. That's funny. I guess you've heard
2: my songs. Well, I'm too.
0: And we're back. It's Sam Peck and Mark Ellings on. Shouldn't you be, Wandsworth Radio? Yeah, on Shouldn't You Be Working. Yeah. Is that it? Is, I no. feel like there's too many ons. I think we're on Wandsworth Radio, but our show is Shouldn't You Be Working. Yeah. Wait, yeah. say again. We're on Wandsworth Radio. Yeah. <laughs> but our show is Shouldn't You Be Working. Yeah, so it's like on you're listening to Shouldn't You Be Working on Wandsworth, Wandsworth Radio. Radio. Exactly, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So this part, as you may have heard us allude to, we're now going to see whether or not you, the listeners, me or Mark, can become astronauts. Yeah. And to do that, we are relying on our good old friends, Wiki How. And this feature is called Wiki Why. Yeah. And so what we've got here is it's normally broken into three sections of the stages you've got to go through. So, firstly, you've got to make the initial cut, then, yep. you've got to succeed academically, and then, you've got to make it professionally as well. Yeah. So, like, get the job. Yeah. But I think for the, for, the, for the sake of not being incredibly boring, yeah. maybe let's focus more on just kind of making the initial cut. Making the initial cut. But then you say not boring, but then what's the first step of making the initial cut? Being a citizen within the country that has a space agency prog- program. Is that right? Yeah. So immediately, bam, we could... Yeah, the ESA, European Space Agency, collaborates with other agencies, and currently the ESA is made up of 20 countries, won't go through the entire list. Yeah, why not? Let's do that. That sounds good for everyone. But the UK makes it on. Yeah, but I think we're the only country that has space travel capabilities that hasn't sent anyone to space. Really? No. Yeah. We sent no, Tim, Tim Peake. Tim Peake, I think, is US... Was he was he just properly British uh, he's probably I think he was the first Brit but I I think he went up with NASA yeah he went up with NASA we haven't got our own rockets but that's what I mean like we have all the technology and stuff but we don't we didn't send them up on ourselves <laughs> no but yeah but we don't even have I don't think we even we have the the helipad to launch a spaceship. You say that, but we've got loads of helipads. <laughs> <laughs> we've yeah. got literally hundreds of helipads. Can't just stick a rocket on one. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're lucky enough to be from countries such as Austria, Czech Czech Republic, Denmark, Finland, then you could also jump up. Yeah, so do it. Um, also, NASA has in the past. Uh, astronauts from countries which they don't have an international agreement or which they do, do have an international agreement namely Canada, Japan, Russia and Brazil Canada's uh, Chris Hadfield Chris Hadfield who's literally we'll be speaking to in probably 10 minutes Next ne- part. Next one again. Like it's not really in your hands. Yeah, you have zero control over this. But it's be the right age, and they. I feel quite bad. They've got a picture of like an old man. It looks quite healthy, but it's like eh, eh. But he is also holding his heart. <laughs> he does he looks? He Just looks like, f- like <sighs> feeble. Um, so ESA again, the European Space Agency got a age limit of twenty-seven to thirty-seven. So twenty-seven. Yeah, I've still got a year to completely make it as an astronaut. I literally can't do it for three years. Is that, any, is that the that only reason why you're having applied? I just haven't done it. I'll get round to it soon. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think I'll be fine. Or yeah. will I? Because what's the next point? Oh, actually, oh. wait. But on, on that, you have to, did you say 27 to 37? 27 to 37, but then NASA, there is no age limit. Oh, there is no age limit. It's just everyone's been in that age limit. And everyone in NASA has been 26 to 46, but NASA don't specify an age, whereas the ESA do. But Not next right. point. So yeah, Sam, you wanna to apply to be a spaceman. But I actually can't. But again, it's out of your hands. It's out like literally it's pretty much potluck. It's where you're born, yeah. how much money you got, probably. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> like And some good jeans. And some strong because my genes are too good here. Yeah. Because you've, you've got to be the right height. Your greedy jeans have made you too big. Yeah. My big strong man jeans. Whereas I'm banging. You're in. You're so right now I'm out, but you're in. I'm in. I've just got to wait a year. You've got to wait. Oh, yeah, you can't. So, actually, yeah, both of us can't. Both be- are out, but you know, I'm ready to go. I'm signing the forms. Yeah, you've got to prep as well. You've got to like sell your house. I think you'd have to sell your house because NASA's not going to pay your mortgage or whatever you have. I don't know. How much does the man get paid? We'll find out. Um, but so the limit is, again, ESA, uh, five foot to six foot two. So you're six foot three or yeah. four? I'm six foot four. So, yeah, you're not allowed. You won't get inside the rocket. I'm uh, out. NASA's five foot two to six foot three. Yeah, so they might be like, look, you're six foot four and you're, you're a really nice guy. Yeah. Hey, we like you. And normally it's six foot three, but we're willing to make a change. Yeah. And, and they're like, up. you'll just have to duck when we close the door. Because if you don't, <laughs> your face will literally be yeah, cut off. Exactly. We don't want you to boil in from the inside out. But at the same time, if it was literally like, look, Sam, we're happy to do it. But you do know it's your own risk, and there was obviously like this six foot three thing for a reason. Yeah. Are you still keen? I'd be like, no, I'm out. Because <laughs> when I did skydive in Australia, yeah. the weight limit was 100 kilograms, and at that man at that time, I was a chunky fella. You can't have been over 100 I was kg. literally 98. So you are really... I was on knocking, knocking on heaven's, heaven's door, door, potentially. <laughs> and you don't want to really play around with the limits of no. skydiving. And that was a skydive from 14,000 feet, but the... Th- but like being in a, in space where it's like you bump your head and you're like, <laughs> and it's like oh no, I'm dead now. So <laughs> I'm okay with actually, I'm annoyed, but I'm not devastated. So you're never going to go to space? No. The next one, uh, 2020 vision, I'm out again. Are you in? You're out. Got, nah, I wear glasses. You're out. Me too. You're out. But then come on. I but mean, it sounds like it's an, like the chance of you even going through the introduction is just impossible. It's an old boys club this, isn't it? Well, Yeah. Is Literally, that... you've got to speak English as well now. Yeah, next, next uh, stage is if you don't speak English, you're not getting on. Both NASA and DSA. Racist. Racist. <laughs> not a, well, uh, yeah. Nah, it's not because... Xenophobe. When I saw this talk with Chris Hadfield, he learnt Russian wow. in, in preparation for the thought that he might get picked. So he wasn't even like on the programme. He was like, I know the astronauts need to speak Russian or it really does help. So I'm going to learn Russian just in case uh, I become an astronaut. That is commitment. And he did tell you this one story that I'll try and tell, but I'll, I'll absolutely ruin. So essentially someone was looking outside of the spacecraft and was like, that looks weird. There's like some some like liquid dribbling from the space shuttle. Yeah. Or the ISS, the International Space Center, or Space Station. And they were like, "Right, that shouldn't be happening because anything that's on the ISS, obviously there is a limit. Limited amount of it, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. any kind of fluid you need to keep hold of, and <laughs> apparently it was just like trickling out, and so I was like, right, okay, and you know, in space films where they're like, okay, we're now gonna do a really quick spacewalk, yeah, no, doesn't cool. happen. It takes a week to do a spacewalk. What do you mean? It takes a week of preparation. Oh, to get the suit ready and all that. Get suit ready, like demystify. <laughs> Demystify the windows The idea of (laughs) space (laughs) We we got a new idea Demystification (laughs) Um, No but like it takes a week And they were like Well that looks a bit dangerous Went back to Houston and stuff And obviously connections were fine Because it wasn't like In all the horror films Where it's like Yeah Communications are down But they were like "All right," And then they were like Yeah you need to go out And stop that and old mate Chris, he went out and did it in two day turnaround instead of a seven day turnaround. Very nice. Which is pretty cool. What, was the, what did he do? Oh, but Gaffed the main him. reason it's linked to the Russian thing is he—he he might not actually have gone out in space. Someone went out in space, and, but beforehand they were, like, they were like code red kind of vibes, and he had to speak fluent Russian with the Russian engineer who was like literally just screaming russian instructions at him being like blah, blah, blah. No, no offense blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. no offense any russian listeners blah, 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 like that and he was like got it you know yeah. what i mean like because that me he would have said all those russian things and i've would have gone a i'm pretty much dead because i hit my head coming in here because i'm six or four. Oh yeah and now i don't know what you say, and now everyone's dead <laughs> now everyone's dead we can't fix the pee leak yeah uh so that's that speaking english and then just in case everything does get filled with water You've got to learn how to swim and swim very well. Which, you know what? I can swim, but I can't do the sight, Russian, or eyesight. Because yeah, because it's not like... They aren't saying that space is like one big swimming pool that you've got to just swim around in. But it sounds like when you're training, the closest you can get to microgravity is to be underwater. That's quite cool. And I think... There's no better way of finding out how to be an astronaut or what it's like to be an astronaut than actually hearing it from a real-life astronaut. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a quick song and then come to the main event, the interview with Colonel Chris Hadfield. Stick around, people. After this song, Sash, (laughs) La Primaiva, we'll have a real-life astronaut on the show. And you're back with Sam Peck and Mark Elling. Oh, sorry, I said your name for Mm -hmm. the first time ever. It doesn't matter. Mark Elling. (laughs) (laughs) On Shouldn't Be Working on Wandsworth Radio. Mm -hmm. So now we are going to jump into our interview with astronaut Chris Hadfield. And just a bit of a background to him. So essentially, he was the first ever Canadian to walk in space and he started his mission to become an astronaut in 1969 uh, when Canada didn't even have a space agency. Uh, but that didn't deter him. He just kept on plugging through, he became an air cadet, worked his way through the Royal Canadian Air Force, becoming a test pilot, testing out over 70 different vehicle uh, aircraft types, which is obviously quite scary. Um, and he made it certain that when the opportunity rose, he'd be prepared in 1995, when he fer- rode his first rocket as such. As we mentioned earlier in the show, he also learned Russian in preparation for it. And he is genuinely a very lovely guy. I got to meet him briefly. And just like we'll, we'll jump into the interview now, but it's a very interesting uh, guy to listen to. And he's obviously done a number of books as well. So I do uh, recommend you have a listen to him in your own time as well. And he also did that Space Oddity song. Song, And he's got, he's got, he's June 2018, he's got a tour, Royal Abbott Hall. So that could also be something for you and the whole family to go to. Because I actually went to that in Southampton and it was unbelievable. We'll come after the interview. It's only short to some of the facts that he shared with us as well. So enjoy the interview with Colonel Cress Hadfield, the first ever Canadian to walk in space.
2: All right. You recording? So, yeah. Brilliant. So what time were you getting up in the space shuttle? Uh, Six o'clock in the morning, we were on Greenwich time, Universal Coordinated Time. So on the space station, we wake up when the Queen wakes up. Nice. Uh, When you were taking off, was that the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Um, The only reason I'm afraid is when I'm not ready for something. Okay. And uh, you don't want a scared astronaut, in fact. So even though the most dangerous thing I ever did was launch a rocket ship, I wasn't scared. I was ready. So, so you, there's a big difference between danger and fear. They're not synonymous. But we tend to overlap the two in our minds. The whole purpose, I think, of uh, being a successful adult is to prepare yourself for things that are going to happen so that you don't miss them just because you're afraid. Amazing. And the last one, was being in space kind of like swimming? Being in space is a little bit like scuba diving, sort of. But imagine if you could scuba dive for six months more like a fish, where you don't have to even consider anything. No, it's much more liberating. It's more like magic. It's more like being uh, Superman, where you can just effortlessly, instantaneously fly in all directions. So, uh, it's, swimming's okay. Being weightless in space is way better than that. So jealous. And the last thing, Chris Hatfield, being an astronaut, is it your dream job? Uh, it's a job of dreams, actually. Uh, I count myself hugely lucky to have flown in space three times. It's a huge amount of work, but most good things are. Chris Hadfield, thank you so much. Pleasure. Nice to meet Absolute you. Absolute pleasure. Thank Thanks. you so much, Take Chris. care. Not going to lie,
0: it was a short one. But it, you did well. Yeah, it was also hands down like the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my entire life. But fear isn't, what did you say? Fear and readiness, of, what is it? danger and fear are different things yeah because essentially he was saying that (laughs) yeah you shouldn't be scared the only time you're scared is if you're not ready for something yeah and as an astronaut you need to be ready for absolutely everything like a scout (laughs) always be prepared (laughs) always he's essentially a fancy scout (laughs) and Um, then he said um, when you were like, is it your dream job? It's mean, a job of dreams, bro. <laughs> yeah, which is, don't get me wrong, it's kind of cringe. But I did literally pounce on him when he was pretty much getting into the car. Yeah, I mean, he did, he, he did well to respond to those questions. And like, you know what? If some rando came up to me and was like, please, five seconds. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, do I have to? Was he literally getting in the car? He was literally getting in the car. What car was he That is enjoy. I saw him, like, backstage. How did you get Backstage. Uh, through a friend of a friend <laughs> literally like got in backstage like that but during the talk and then if you do have the opportunity to go see him live like I really would recommend it it is amazing like just hearing him and his stories and his experiences is fascinating there's this one lull in it where he like introduces there was like a BBC program uh, where they like train people who could want or who want to be astronauts and see if they could actually do it And that was a bit of a lull because it was just like, talk about space. You know, (laughs) it was like, like, I don't care who that is. Uh, (laughs) And a few things that are interesting is on the International Space Center, Space Station, every five minutes of their time is allocated. Really? So like there's a dashboard in front of them. There's literally like six o'clock. Have a poo. Have a poo. 602 uh, 605 Wipe Not that You know <laughs> Just straight for the poo jokes But you know what I mean Like literally like Do science Apparently it's just like a science <laughs> Do Basically. science alarm goes off Checks his phone It's just going Science <laughs> Science <laughs> Time for science <laughs> uh, Another one which is quite cool Is that When you do a space walk It takes And we have saying this It takes seven days To prepare for it And when you are Actually out in space No one wants to do it First of all Because it's like, like crazy dangerous Yeah and when you are out in space, you've got like this kind of space of a spacesuit. Uh, it's not very thick, and on one side, the side that's in the sun, it's something like 190 degrees. Yeah. Wow. And then on the other side, the side that's not in the sun, it's like minus 200 and really? like 21 degrees. I never thought about it. Yeah. So apparently, like, if you like lean on your suit a bit on one side, you're like, that's crazy hot. <laughs> and like, on the other side, you're like. That's mentally cold. (laughs) So what, you just have to kind of (laughs) completely keep yourself still? Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) It's not good. Like when you're really sunburned and you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) Skin's going to peel off. Yeah. (laughs) This is going to hurt a lot. But they keep finding out, and not to bring the mood down, Chris, they keep finding, like, with astronauts, like, weird things happening with them later on in life. I think they they they? shrink, don't they? Do they shrink and their hearts hurt or something? Mm. Like, it's not all rosy sunshine. It's not all spaceships and... And super guns and super and ray guns because we wish it was. It's all heart problems and shrinkage and <laughs> bleed and shrinkage. But what we'll do is I'll have a quick song you want, and then we'll come back and wrap the show up. Yo, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, and I wanted more of that interview. It's a shame I couldn't. If you know Chris Hadfield, because I try to get his number, <laughs> and he wasn't was I don't think he was that kid. Could I get your number? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you cannot have my number. <laughs> but let's have the jingle, and now let's go scream for more, because it's Timberland, Faye, Kerry Hilson, scream. Hello, Yeah. That's what happens in life. We always do that. <laughs> Okay well I thought that was supposed to be some <laughs> oh, there we go sorry right. <laughs> yeah always always the way <laughs> we like to do that here just essentially play things when they should <laughs> yeah. so with, to end of the show yes going to bash through some myths quick yes please sir I've got the one that I found interesting was the uh Houston we have a problem which is the line everyone knows yeah from Apollo 13 didn't actually say, Houston, we had a problem. Really? The actual words spoken were, okay, Houston, we've had a problem. Okay. And then another person go, uh, Houston, we've had a problem. No, we have a problem. That was Tom Hanks that said, we have a problem. Not the actual astronaut. So what was it again? What was, was it? Listening? <laughs> Sorry. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. From Apollo 13. You seen Apollo 13? Yeah, cracking film. Yeah. Cracker. Didn't actually say that. They said, okay, Houston, we've had a problem. That was Jack Swigert, who was the actual astronaut tom hanks said we have a problem and that's what stuck okay we, yeah. have a we have a problem and the other myth I've got is the asteroid belt isn't actually as dangerous You know, the asteroid belt yeah where it's like everyone just thinks it's a belt with millions of astro- uh, with uh, millions of astronauts well usually it's supposed to be like like in any film you go there and you die immediately right? going through an asteroid belt but apparently, uh, the chances of hitting an asteroid in the asteroid belt are so low. If you pulled all of the asteroids to in that belt together, they'd only be about 4% of the moon. And the moon's tiny. The moon's ridiculous. That's a joke. I hate these facts. Another <laughs> one for you uh, is that Neil Armstrong didn't say that. He, he didn't mean to say one small step for yeah. man, one small step for mankind. What did he say? He was supposed to say one small step for a man, yeah. one small one giant leap for mankind. Well, at least he didn't mess up as much as you did. I literally just messed it up. At least he said it coherently. What did he... I mean, can you imagine if he messed that up? You'd be furious at yourself. Yeah. And I think we've actually run out of time for today, uh, sadly. I think the show's been all right. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. The interview was like one more interesting one, and it was only literally like two minutes long. Good guest. Yeah. So thank you very much for joining us on Shouldn't You Be Working? I've been Sam Peck. Mark Kellings, I have also been here. Yeah. And you can listen to all the podcast back. Uh, you can listen to the radio show back in podcast form on iTunes, Deezer. You know it. Just go search for it. um Thank you. Cheers. See ya. Bye.